Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Stress is rising on every turn. Folks in the neighborhood getting cracked out all while Franklin Saint is sleeping like a baby. You're watching the Snowfall After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, guys, to the Snowfall After Show. This is season three. We <laughs> had a long run, okay? We going strong, still mm. in action. This is season three, the premiere episode. Tonight, we're going to give you all things Franklin and his family and their rundown, see what's going on with them. Then we're going to talk about Teddy and his issues, what he got going on and how he's still working with the DA. And we're going to give you the beef that's going on with all the family and everybody who got beef with Franklin and Louie and Teddy. It's just everybody. beef all over the place. We're going to give you all of that. Not only that, we got a special tribute to the late, great John Singleton. We have our news and gossip and our top three segments for tonight. Before we get into all of that, I'm Portia Carter. And these are my wonderful panelists. Hello, everybody. I am El Marie. And my name is Adeze. So, guys, let me hear y'all top of the show thoughts. Oh, man. First, that's like my first reaction. It's just like, oh, man. It was so much going on in this first episode that has me hyped for the rest of the season. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, if you gave us like all of this right now, like I can only imagine what we have in store for us. So, I'm just, I'm shocked, surprised, and excited. I was stressed. I guess that's another <laughs> S. Shock, surprise, and stressed. Franklin's going through it pretty mm-hmm. early. Like you said, if they're going to give us all of that this episode, I'm actually kind of scared of what's going to happen for yeah. him. But he seems tough. He seems yeah, tough. Seems so tough. we'll see. How about you? I'm stressed, too. I just, you know, <laughs> I had a hard time tonight. I was watching somebody walk across the street and then the next thing I know he was, you know, bullet to the head on the ground. Mm -hmm. And that just took me all out for the rest of the episode. I said, what is this? (laughs) What are we doing here? Yeah. What's going on? So, speaking of what's going on, we bring the season premiere back with Franklin living it up. You know, him and his mama, they're back together. They're having their mother-son time. Not only that, they are shopping around for apartment complexes. They about to be uh, owning property. this money. Out here getting (laughs) this money. And then we got Uncle Jerome, who just so happened to open up his own Mm -hmm. record speaker shop. His music situation, whatever he got going on, look, people are about to be coming up in there. They're going to be buying them records. They're going to be listening to <laughs> stuff yeah. in there. He got the whole setup going on. Like, the family is booming. How did y'all feel about us being brought back into greatness? Mm-hmm. 
I was happy to see Franklin and his mom working together. You know what I mean? Because, like, uh, later on she goes to say, like, that was the worst moment, like, her seeing him in, in jail, you know, behind that glass. And so that kind of changed, I guess, her her relationship with him. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what, you're my son, you're my child, I have to stick by your side. So right. I like to see them working together. She's, you know, has to be a part of the business in, in a way, I guess. So mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I, I would agree. And... The way the season ended last season, you would not think that it would be such a pretty picture. We Mm -hmm. see Franklin go to jail, and, you know, he's the head of the operation. So, like, you know, just like he was talking about the head of the snake Mm -hmm. going down, we didn't know what was going to happen. And they ended up opening the season. He got a, uh, Jerome got a speaker shot. Mm-hmm. The mom is in business. And knowing what Franklin does, she's okay with that, which we didn't see last season. Right. So, I was shocked that everything mm-hmm. was so peachy, but it didn't last, as we saw. So. Yeah, I'm just excited that we didn't come back into gloom. You yeah. know, because we ended with gloom and we didn't come back into that. But we do kind of see where things are going with Franklin and his mindset. Because we ended last season with him noting the fact that, all right, Teddy, well, he doesn't know him as Teddy. He know him as Reed Thompson. So he has some type of insight in the back of his mind that, Reed is not who he say he is, and obviously he, you know, got a little bit more power than he got, and we might just be working for him. And then we kind of see that play out with Franklin keeping a journal about Mm -hmm. all of his transactions Mm -hmm. with, quote-unquote, Reed Thompson. So that's amazing. I wasn't expecting that. How did y'all feel about um, Leon and his new, I guess, Role and how this is playing out. He like boss of the like, boss right? type. Okay? I was like, okay, Leon. Okay. He's been working out. Yeah. You saw his chest. Okay, right? on, <laughs> he done got some muscles on <laughs> that. Okay, he done bumped all the way up. I said, ah, oh. it's like okay. So but, yeah, and mm-hmm. I was um at the premiere for for this season for Snowfall, and I kind of asked Leon. I was like, well, now that you know the other guy's gone, Franklin unfortunately took him out. Will your character be stepping unfortunately. up? Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, will your character be stepping up? He was like, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. It's like he got so excited that you had to wait and see. But the excitement on him was like, okay, so it looked like you're doing big things. And as we see, shout out to you for going to the premiere. That's lit. Come on. Yes. Yes. All right. So I want to ask y'all something. So since we are on the topic of Leon, you know, and his step up, how do y'all feel about them running the streets, just shooting people down? Honestly, I I could appreciate it because if you guys are watching, if you guys are supposed to be these top dogs and you're you're watching your area and everything that was going on, I didn't understand how a car could just sit there in the hood if they're not your part of your hood and nobody catch that. So that that was my concern. Like, how are they sitting here this long and nobody caught that? So by the time they got out the car and they walking and they got popped, I was like, okay. You guys are who I thought you were. You know what I mean? Because I thought mm-hmm. they were getting ready to get caught slipping, but they weren't. They're on top of it. So I was like, okay. I had no idea. Honestly, I had no idea that was going on. But when it happened, when they just, when I just seen it, they just started shooting people down, you know, in the middle of nowhere. I think that's very reckless. You know, granted, they were about to rob them. So their instincts are up in height. But I just think that was really reckless, and it goes to show what Andre was talking about towards the end when he was like, oh, yo, people being real messy out mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Like, what? It what's, is, what's yeah. the issue? It is, because it's not, it's not broad daylight, but it, the fact that it's just open in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. didn't sneak through it. You guys are walking up, no mask, you know what I mean? Like, not hiding, so it was a little bit reckless. Yeah, it just goes to show you, though, that, that is Fra- those are Franklin streets. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel so comfortable that they could do that, 
in broad... I don't know if they would do it in broad daylight, but I would say you said it's a little bit like... Like, you were saying they were slipping a little bit mm-hmm. because, like, how could they see a car? But I think it was smart. It's calculated. I'm sure they were watching that right. car sit there, and they were waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was good that they did that because now they can get intel because mm-hmm. he was able to go back and tell Franklin, this is what's happened. These are these two kids, like, these two guys, right. and you know? So it sounds like Leon is, like, taking that COO, like, you got the CEO, he's, like, the COO, <laughs> yeah. and he's really stepping yeah, up in his like role in the operation. So mm-hmm. good for Leon, even though he's a murderer, but good for Leon. <laughs> she yeah. said yeah, even no, though he's a murderer. I don't yeah. get him kudos like that. <laughs> right. But no, yeah, that's what I was saying, because I was saying I was surprised. I was thinking it was going to go the opposite way, but then when they showed up, I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Well, speaking of watching and watching the streets and the neighborhood, why don't y'all listen to how you can keep watching us? We got all the details. Hit them with it, baby. Yeah. So we just want to, first of all, thank you for coming to the premiere episode of After Buzz's Snowfalls After Show. Thank you. And making us the ESPN of TV talk. If you're on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know how we're doing and how you feel about the episode. And if you're on iTunes, give us five stars and let us know we're doing an amazing job. We really appreciate you guys. Let us know how you feel. Tell your friends to tune in and interact with us because we love to hear how y'all feel too. Yep. Yes, we do. We appreciate you all so much. After Buzz has been amazing to my life, our lives. Yes. And if y'all keep watching us, we are just going to grow together, yes. okay? Yes. Speaking grow. of grow together, Teddy and his brother Matt, they grew up together, but we mm. don't know if they going to. Finish this thing out <laughs> together, okay? Yeah. Because Teddy is having this meeting with this Russian guy who wants to open this club. And all while that ha- is happening, his brother is having some physical issues. But before we get into this physical issues, let's talk about this meeting. Because I was a little confused at what was going on here. Mm-hmm. Because we got DA girl. Yes. And we yeah. got the Russian. Yes. And then we got Teddy. Yeah, And it's just a lot of crazy mm-hmm. in this situation mm-hmm. tell me y'all thoughts on that i was like i'm watching like well maybe more of it'll be explained maybe he's trying to get this club and push drugs through the club or i don't know because i'm like what's the russian's point like why is he working with reed or teddy whomever um so yeah i was confused with you as well and then i didn't even really notice the girl because i was so like what is their meeting about until you saw her and i was like oh yeah why mm-hmm. is she there you know so now we know like teddy's trying to get her on his side but it's mm-hmm. like i still don't trust her because later on she was talking about something else like well we got to go after them and blah 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 she's always so gung-ho to like catch somebody you know what I mean and do her job I mean I guess you should but it's just that she's so into it that I can't trust that she'll be on Teddy's side and do what he needs her to do yeah so I don't trust her I think Teddy is in over his head and he realizes that he was very Mm -hmm. skeptical when he was hearing about the nightclub deal that is not really what he went into this Mm -hmm. trying to do but it might work out for him. He said that he knows the L.A. streets. He's a little bit skeptical when he uh, confronted, not confronted, when he met up with Leah, um, with Franklin and tried to up the price on mm-hmm. the keys. He even sounded shaky then, too. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just part of the business. Don't you know that? Yeah. And then also, it sounds like uh, Franklin let on that he knows a little bit more about Reed Thompson than Reed Thompson knew that he knew about him. Like, mm-hmm. why would you think that I'm immune? Mm-hmm. I feel like Franklin, I was like, Franklin... And that was kind of early, too. Oh, yeah, early. Don't drop the bomb yet. But then yeah. maybe he was trying to say, listen, I have my eye on you just mm-hmm. like you had my eye on me. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll see the tables turn with Reed Thompson. Maybe we'll see the power Possibly. shift there. So, yeah, yeah he did I'll... get a little shook, I think, mm-hmm. Reed did, yeah. Um, 
he got a little shook, but he pulled the I'll put you back in jail yes. card. True. That's a no no. Yeah. True. You don't try to do business with me and then tell and then threaten my whole right. life. Yeah. But I feel like that's why he threatened him, like, oh shit. So I'm put him back so in you check. don't yeah, mm-hmm. go any further with this. I was yeah. like, Because I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was actually too much for me. Cause I was just like, you know, even if Franklin do know some stuff about you, the least you need to do is be honest and let him know what he working with. You charging, you upping him 50% of the charge of what you was paying, of what he was paying for the kilos before. Now, you know, he got more money to come up out of. You need to be offering up some more information. Why am I? Because mm-hmm. I'm not understanding. If we're going to be in business together, you need to let me know at least right. some type of insight on something. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know what? I think Reed is scared. He's scared of Franklin, and I think he's scared of this position he's in. He looks like he's in trouble, mm-hmm. and he's probably, he's trying to play the I'm the DEA, I'll put you back in jail card. But something tells me that he's not going to put Franklin back in jail because he needs him. He needs him. He needs him to push that because now he's in other business with other people. He needs to make this money. Mm-hmm. So I think Franklin's going to call him out on his bluff. I hope he does. Yeah. yeah, I hope he does too. That's why it was kind of interesting to see that little journal that he's keeping mm-hmm. with everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, he write like I do, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> he had pages. Yeah, he All right. So what do y'all, there, what do y'all like think about DEA girl and her playing both sides of the fence? I don't like her. I just don't like her. I don't trust her. She's like sneaky. Said. And I think that's what I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. that Reed is in trouble because I don't think he knows what he's doing, do- um, what he's dealing with with this DEA lady. But the- I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that she's going to end up playing Reed. Mm-hmm. And, and he's going to end Facts, up in trouble. Because she was also upset mm-hmm. when they shut down the operation last mm-hmm. season. She didn't have no understanding for it. And she wanted to know more. Then she show up at Reed's spot. Mm-hmm. And he like, you know, take her walk with me. Lo and behold, she know the whole thing that's mm-hmm. going on now. And now he got her on his side, which is very stupid. Him of all people yeah. should know better. Because yeah, it's like trouble. she she has she's like playing both sides of the fence. She has one foot in this door, one foot in the other, because like he said, Oh, she used to be DEA and then later on it's like, Oh, she still has ties there. So it's like, mm, what what is going on here exactly? You know, so yeah, I just don't, like we said, I don't trust her. I think she is going to play him in the end. And Franklin doesn't know that DEA lady and you yeah. are working together, right? Mm, no, no, yeah, so he's going to find he that out. He don't, but he know that she the feds, though. Yeah. He know about yeah. her, And he's going to see sure. them together and be like, what are yeah. they doing together? So, we'll see. Yeah, that's interesting. And what else is interesting is the fact that this man is really going to all the most desperate stops. He done pulled up on Oso a.k.a. Gustavo, and let him know that, you know, I want to use Lucia's family's farm to, I guess, trade or transport his drugs mm-hmm. and everything that he's about to be doing, mm-hmm. and he need a pilot. Mm-hmm. He comes to him with this, and Gustavo is not even in Lucia's family, and they don't even like Lucia, so why right. would they even like the guy who <laughs> shot up right. everybody with her? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. so desperate. How did y'all feel about that? That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, they're not really in a good place for him to go back there and ask, you know what I mean, to be a part of the business. Yeah. But then again, if their business has stopped, then maybe they may be desperate as well. We haven't seen them yet. So they may be in a position where they're like, you know what, we kind of have to put that behind us. And we do have to work with you because we need to move some things around too. What I did like was that he... Granted, this was probably manipulation, but he alluded to the fact that 
if you love your woman and you want to find your woman, you going to go to her family first, you know, <laughs> like at the end of the day, because that's basically how um, her cousin Pedro played them off uh, last season mm-hmm. when it was when he went ghost for a little bit, came back to family and he mm-hmm. like, hey. I got a girlfriend, even though she was DA. He's like, I got a girlfriend. We trying to get back in the family business. So it kind of makes sense, but it's like a cycle yeah. a little bit that I don't want to see them go down. Yeah. Right. It, it looks like Gustavo's in a place of desperation, too. I mean, he looks disheveled. The way he was acting at the at the bar, mm-hmm. I mean, he just was going outside. So I think they're both in a place where maybe they need each other. Like, yeah, because this fool is a whole bouncer getting his butt beat. He is a mess. <laughs> I can't. I have no, no, I'm not (laughs) with it. And you know what else I'm not with? All of this beef that we have with the people. So we got a lot going on right now. Everybody seems to have beef with somebody. Man boy got beef with the whole crew because he won't in and he wouldn't take Franklin's spot somehow some way, I don't know how that's going to go down. Then we got Claudia, who got beef with Auntie Louie still, and that is not working out. And then we got Andre, who got beef with Franklin. And it's just a lot of beef going on. Y'all just pick one of them, and let me tell you how you... Tell me how you feel about oh, it's a lot one of them. them. It's I just a lot. I'll tell you the I'll... one that's hurting me the most is, is Andre mm, at the yeah. very Because you know... It started off with him chasing down the car and seeing what the effects of uh, Franklin's drugs is doing to the streets. That's one thing. Then he pulls up at the record store or the speaker store party and sees his daughter. I think that is what pushed him over because I think his daughter's going off to school. He is kind of chilling and laying low, but I think everything is piling up on Andre right now. He's just fed up mm-hmm. and yeah. he's going to take it into his own hands. Ooh. And he was talking tough. And it, he knew a lot. Like, he's why, and Franklin uh-huh. thinks he's like untouchable. And he didn't even realize, like, this cop knows everything. Yeah, everything. The yeah. way he was listing it down, I was like, oh, mm. uh-huh. and he's in the right position to do it. He's a cop. So, we're gonna, that one touched me. Yeah. At the, at the very end. So. Yeah. I think mine was like with Man Boy and like his whole crew, and to see that, what was her name, Wanda? Yeah. That she was there. You know what snake. I mean? Like, she oh, a snake. You know what I mean? Wanda. Them everything, helping them to try to take over Franklin's business. And it's just like, really? Yeah, you snake, two-faced. Like, I was disappointed in that. Like, it's good for the show. But I was just like, really? So I, that upset me. Yeah. Well, let's look at Wanda. Let's just break this down. Uh, Wanda. Wanda is a crackhead. Okay? And what do crackheads want? Crack. crack. Mo crack. Okay? <laughs> what is these boys giving her? Crack. crack. They said okay. like the dog. Did y'all say that? He was like, you want it? You want it? They have lured her in with the crack. Yes. They're bribing her with the crack. They're paying her with the crack. Oh, and and she's what? teaching them how to cook the crack. Yes. And she won't. All that. And down. what popped in my head, because at first I was thinking, oh, she got clean. But then I remembered, no, she escaped and got away when Leon had her like yes, locked up. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, because I was thinking, you got clean, girl. But she didn't. And what do a crackhead do when they won't crack? Just about anything, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Just about anything. They ain't even know just about you anything. Right. They will do absolutely anything. <laughs> anything. There we go. Absolutely anything. But, you know, I didn't think that Wanda had the balls to... Pretty much, she kind of started her own crew. Yeah, like, taught really, yeah. these new people and just to take down Franklin. Like, that's kind of bold to mm-hmm. me. I didn't think that she was going to do that. And I don't think she's taking him down. I think she just wants some crack. 
That's true. You know what? But that's she's true. She's assisting. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, but that's yeah. true. She just wants some crack. All no, right. for real. That's yeah. her main objective. So that's disappointing, though, because come on, yeah. like, one is going outside. I mean, she's been going outside, so be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just yeah I was really appalled at that. And I was scared for, because Andre is painting this picture because of what he has seen already. Mm -hmm. Because the show opens up with the woman trying to jump in the car while the guy is driving down the street super fast. You know, she's trying to jump in and get that crack. And then when she falls out the car and just so happens to grab some and smoke it, he sees what it does to Mm -hmm. her brain. Mm -hmm. And then he sees how his daughter is, you know... You know, nose wide open for Franklin. Mm-hmm. And so he is kind of like on edge at this point. And then he drops Franklin off at the crack house. Yes. And that was Franklin's like, fir- I-, I could not yeah. believe that was his first look. Maybe it took that the talk. That was his first yeah. time seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took the, the talk the, to what make him doing. open his eyes mm-hmm. like, oh, like, wow. You know, yeah. and I no longer sleeping like a baby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's got, it's going to be on his brain a little bit. So I actually like that he, yeah. he, he, he saw that. Yeah, because saying that was like, he was shook. Because at first I thought he dropped him off somewhere, maybe at, at Manboy's house. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To put him in a bad position. Mm-hmm. Then we, you know, the camera flips and it's, you know, all the people that he's at the crack house. All the people he's seeing, everyone strung out, as they say. Like, just. And, and that they just got that stuff him. from you his feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could see it in his face that he was, like, affected by that. Like, dang. Andre's calculating. Yeah. He's calculated. Like, he was basically, you know, giving him the ins and the out. He told his little story about how he had to sell and then he just basically like this stuff is messing up our people Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you telling me that i need to go turn my badge in to the white people who gave it to me but no i'm doing this because he said he literally said i'm a spy for my people Mm -hmm. to make sure that they are right on this side of the law Mm -hmm. and then franklin messing up he was Mm -hmm. so smug like i think that's i think that talk was really to try to open franklin's eyes Mm -hmm. just like genuinely and then him offering him a position with his crew and being like, you know, I'm sleeping like a baby. Then he was like, you know, I give you a chance. Now this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to take you down. So I was like, okay. Yep. The war is on. Franklin's getting war from every direction. He is. Every Man. direction. Every he crew. literally was like, I'm, you in war with me now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his prices are up at that. Like, it's, it's stressful. Your price is up. Your supplier don't got no pilot for his plane. <laughs> he ain't got nowhere to transport his yeah. money. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, his drugs that you trying to get from him. And then the, the, the girl that you love, her daddy is the one you at mm-hmm. war with. Mm-hmm. So that's twice on your head. And he and has competition. Crew. Yeah, he crew. has comp- competition now. It's crazy. We don't know how he going to come back from this. <laughs> it's crazy. But you know what? who ain't going to come back from some Claudia and and uh, this heroin that she done got Auntie Louie to smoking? I don't understand She's it. She's so weak for her. She's I can't so believe weak. that. I, I don't understand it. I was... She disappoints uh, me. I was so... Yeah, I was just angry at that. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just like, Louie. So Come upset. Yeah, so she upset. went there to, again, like how Andrew was describing it. He got his people doing his dirty work for her and he, for him. And she went there to try to make peace. And she just ended up just falling. And, like, she didn't yeah. even have to do anything. She just got in the tub and strapped up her arm. Right. I don't know what kind of spell she got Louie on, but right? Because at first I was thinking, because the way she told Franklin, she was I like, "Just was talk to her, her first. Mm. I I didn't mm. when I saw I I didn't I thought Franklin was going. I guess maybe like I misheard it or something. I thought Franklin was going. I thought Louie was like, "Just talk to her first or something. She must have said, "Let me talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I thought Franklin was going. So when I saw Louie show up, I was like, "Oh shit!" 
Because, excuse me. We already know. I just, I felt like I knew where this was going if Louis showed up. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she had, she already showed that soft spot. Like, let's talk to her. Why? She just trashed Jerome's store. It should have been war. What are we talking she about? She shut them. They had, first of all, they had a grand opening two days before. <laughs> then now a couple days later. The whole thing broken into trash Trashed. and Jerome is mad mad. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know who did it. Mm-hmm. That's going to come And she doesn't want to tell him. And you them. sleeping with the enemy. Look, we don't know what they did because we don't know how that played out. We just know she came back home crying. She mm-hmm. did. It's going to hurt him when he finds he's out. Go- yeah, and he's mm-hmm. going to find out. Mm. Jerome really loves her. He does. He, does. he, he really loves, loves Auntie Louie. Like, he... That whole... You know, last season when he talked about the bench and all of that, like, that is how they got back together. But you can see their love. Like, when Man Boy walked up in there, he was like, "Uh uh-uh, not this one. So, as he started talking to Auntie Louie, he like, "Uh uh-uh, what you want? (laughs) Because now you you just got to stop. So, you can see how much he loves her, you know? And that's why it's going to hurt even more when he finds out that one that she knew who mm-hmm. trashed his store. And then mm-hmm. eventually it's going to come out that she's on that heroin with her, too. It's mm-hmm. going to break his heart. Do y'all think Franklin is going to go into business with Man Boy? No, because no. remember at the deal, he was like, listen, either I'm going to go in business with you and I'm going to kill your dude. Well, maybe. Because he, he was like, dude. either I'm going to go in business with you and your guy's going to be gone or... I'm not going to go in business and y'all are going to be gone. Okay, so maybe, yeah. Yeah, because then they went and got the... Or maybe it's like keep your enemies closer kind of thing so he'll do it. I don't think it'll be right away. I think he's still going to... Yeah, I don't think it's going to be right away. Mm-hmm. But if he does, maybe he will take out the crew and just keep Man Boy. You know what? So that there's not that much, you know what I mean, competition. Yeah. Like, I do have to, like, rid you of some of your people. You can come along, but not everybody. I think it is going to be right away because I don't think he has the money for the price to go up double. That's He's going to need Man Boy's uh, crew to pay him in order to meet. Because I think they doubled the price mm-hmm. 50%, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they handled it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They handled it just like. For now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe, you know, I believe that Franklin is going to take everybody Man Boy, especially when he found out Wanda is behind this. Mm-hmm. He's going to take out them and their whole crew. Okay? And the story is going to be over. But speaking of stories, um, I'm excited that this story has continued even with the tragedy that we have had of the creator. And speaking of that, we're going to go into our special segment, guys. Tonight, our special segment is a tribute to the legacy of John Singleton. John Singleton was ultimately a brave man. He was brave to be black in America. He wasn't afraid to express his art and creativity in an industry that is not even, what could I say, a word for that, that is not even fond of placing his people on that type of market. He was a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. He was a history maker and he was a pioneer. Yes, we have all been seeing tributes for him for the past couple of months since the tragedy, but I just want to give a few first that he has done. He was the youngest and the first African American to be nominated for an Academy Award for Outstanding Director. Mm. Amazing. The youngest mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. all time. Yeah. Not just, not, just black. Yeah, just period. The, the youngest of all time. 
and the first African American, which is an amazing legacy to leave behind with us. For and he blazed a trail for people who want to be a part of something like that, who look up to him and see that they can do this too. Like he mm-hmm. gave them the inspiration that they needed. Not only that, he was the first person in film to broadcast hip-hop artists, to put them on the map, to put them on the big screen. He gave people a chance, such as Ice Cube, Tupac, Mm -hmm. and he was actually going to keep working with Tupac, too, because, you know, Tupac was a little problematic to some people, but, you know, he a for real legend. But at that time, you know, when Tupac passed, Tupac was originally supposed to be the lead character that Omar Epps played in Higher Learning. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened to not have been it. But he, when he did Boys in the Hood, he jump-started so many people's Mm -hmm. career. Mm -hmm. Nia Long, Cuba Gooding, like Ice Cube, Mm -hmm. Morris Chestnut, all these people got a jump-start with someone who blazed a trail for them to do so. Mm -hmm. And it all happened with his bravery, his expertise, and his just creative arts and knowing that he is a strong black man who Mm -hmm. had something to say and who was able to portray what he had to say through his art. Mm -hmm. For that, we will always love John Singleton. We will always pay homage to him and everything that he has done. This show is because of him and he's not he he was never afraid to showcase and put in the forefront things that people didn't want to talk about Mm -hmm. or want tribute to talk about. Um, As I say that I mentioned the fact that he was the first to portray Egyptians as black people Mm -hmm. when he did Michael Jackson's, when he directed Michael Jackson's Remember the Time um, song, a video. Look at that. Yes. And it was just like, at that time, it was very controversial because for the most part in this era, people were seeing Mm -hmm. Egyptians as Caucasian. Caucasian. When they are a melanated people. When they are a melanated people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, do you remember the time when we fell in love? Okay. Shout out to Michael Jackson as well, you know? I just want to give a shout out to um, my coworker and friend, Lathleen, who is a John Singleton lover. She helped me with, like, doing research with him, sending me articles, things Mm -hmm. of that nature, Mm -hmm. just to find out different things about him. She loved him so much, was so upset when he passed away. And then a shout-out to my high school friend, Tristan, who is actually going to be guest-starring in some of these episodes coming up, okay? (laughs) He loved John Singleton, too. So shout-out to those people who were impacted greatly by his life. So before Snowfall started, our girl Elmarie here got to interview John. And we want to just let her tell y'all a little bit about that. Show the clip, you know. So I'm going to set this clip up for you guys. Basically, um, so what we we had him in in studio for uh, Rebel. It was a show that he did on BET. Yeah. But I had read about Snowfall, so I wanted to ask him about that and the premise of the show and everything. So he kind of broke it down for us. Um, So we'll get to the clip in a moment. But like you said, he wasn't afraid to talk about things because his full clip won't show all of that. So, like, the whole purpose of, like, Snowfall is to show how the government was involved and, you know what I mean, getting drugs into the cities, into our cities and things like that. So, um, but, yeah, here's the clip on him telling us about Snowfall and his upcoming project. Although, Mm -hmm. that you are involved, that is another one of your creations, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be on FX. On FX, yes. Um, So, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that one. Snowfall is a a show, it's on FX Networks, coming out this summer. 
It um, it's about how Los Angeles was tra uh, changed because of the, of cocaine. You know, mm. the cocaine. Like we we hear all these stories over and over again about Miami, what it was in the '80s, Scarface, Adam Venom, Miami Vice, and all that stuff. There was a huge pipeline coming up from South America to Miami, right? Mm. But no one has told the story until now, until this show, about how the cocaine pipeline on the West Coast was created and how it affected mm. so many different types of people. Yeah, that you is know, true because Miami and, and also um, New York, we always hear the story there. Yeah, but, yeah, but not New York, yeah, on. the New York stuff came from Miami. Mm -hmm. You know, if you wanted to get coke in L.A. in the early 80s, it would have to go through Miami. People would drive it in vans across the country. Mm -hmm. here, yeah. They won't fly it again until... until these uh, uh, certain forces in the government started financing um, covert wars in Central America against communism um, in El Salvador and, and, um, and, and, um, and uh, Nicaragua and stuff, right? Yes. And they, they, needed, they needed capital to buy guns and weapons, so they found a way to do it by selling, selling cocaine. And that's wow. basically what we see in uh, Reed's character is that he's when he was working with the government. Uh, yeah, the government and he was working with the guy that with the guns and everything. So like mm -hmm. if you if you guys actually want us like I think everyone should start uh, Snowfall over from the first season. Yeah. Rewatch it and see how like, oh, this is, you know what I mean? How everything came about. And like he said, it was a story that wasn't told. And like, let's tell this story. You know what I mean? A lot of people did don't know and didn't know how drugs got here. And they, yeah. a lot of times would blame it. You know, the 80s were known as that crack epidemic mm -hmm. from L.A. to New York and anywhere in between. But they didn't know how the drugs got there. And they always would put it on us. And we yeah. ruined our communities. But it's not really the case. So yeah, he wasn't afraid to tell that story. The government dropped it on us and was like, here, make some money. There you go. By killing your own people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we ain't got to do it. So, But it's really them doing it because they were the puppets. And that's why we just commend John so much mm -hmm. for the tough topics that people weren't really to do the research on. Mm -hmm. He did the research. Mm -hmm. He did the research on, you know, what it's like in the hood. He grew yeah. up. You know, yeah. South Central Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So he did his research. He, you know, put stuff out in the forefront. He's awakening our minds mm -hmm. to know that things are going on in yeah. our communities. And as black people, we need to be in the forefront of this. And we need to make sure that we know enough knowledge to have that power. Because mm -hmm. knowledge is power. And if we have power, then can't nobody run nothing on yeah. us. Okay, and, and that was a talent of his is to uh, cover something so serious, yeah. But also through entertainment, where people can still be entertained. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of his classics, Boys in the Hood. If you rewatch that, it's so many gems that he drops in that movie. You know what I'm saying? Higher through Learning, the characters. okay. Yeah, especially Higher Learning, really, and a few in, in Poetic Justice too. But I think Boys in the Hood and Higher Learning will be the top two that you really, you know what I mean? He really drops some knowledge there. So it's like you really got to pay attention. Yeah, I encourage everyone if you're a, a John Singleton fan or even if you're not, go watch his films. It's like he's very empowering. Yes, amazing. That brings us to our news and gossip segment. After Buzz TV News. So, for news and gossip, we're going to continue to pay homage to John Singleton, film director, screenwriter, producer, and executive producer of Snowfall. Back in April, we know that John Singleton succumbed to a coma after having a stroke and died at the age of 51. His most notable works include Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Four Brothers, Shaft, and of course, Snowfall. The Snowfall cast describes him as the heart of the show as he handpicked his cast members. So not only will he be missed by his cast, uh, the cast members of Snowfall and of course the community of Snowfall, but also all of Hollywood as he was an integral part of the film industry, especially mm -hmm. black cinema. 
At the time of his death, celebrities took to uh, Instagram and Twitter to pay homage and tribute to John Singleton. Yeah. We've seen uh, posts from the likes of Samuel L. Jackson, Gabrielle Union, Regina King, mm-hmm. Tyrese, people who he has impacted, put on and give, gave a chance where they probably would not have give, got a chance to Raji, mm-hmm. Tyrese, everyone. So it was just beautiful to see how many people he actually touched mm-hmm. in this world and especially in our community. And we can't be any short of thankful of John Singleton. So another rest in peace to John Singleton and our condolences to his friends and family and those who he has impacted. Yes. yes. We love you, John. Mm-hmm. Before we close out, let's give y'all our top three of John Singleton's movies. Alright, we have our top three here. No particular order, but we're going to start off with Higher Learning, number one, uh, Poetic Justice, number two, and Baby Boy for number three. Yes. So, uh, Portia's pick was Higher Learning. Nope. That was my pick. My bad. No, my pick was just Higher Learning. (laughs) 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 A day's day's pick was Higher Learning. Portia's uh, was Poetic Justice, and mine was Baby Boy. Mine was Poetic Justice because I love Janet Jackson. (laughs) I love Tupac. I just Uh love... But... I love the fact that John highlighted um, how women, the girlfriends of these people that die in the hood from these um, violent crimes, how they're affected. Mm -hmm. Because this was a woman who had just gone through losing her boyfriend to gun violence, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was her depiction of sorrow on that narrative. And we don't necessarily get that all the time. We always just see the crime and how it happens. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll speed through this. Um, Baby Boy for me was just because, um, just so once again, on the opposite side, show the men how they are, kind of how they grow up in the hood, uh, baby here, baby there, you know what I mean? And they just need to step up and be a man, take care of families, one family, and just be there. And we saw Tyrese's character develop into that, where he stayed home, he became a man, and he got his things together. Yes. And I picked Higher Learning simply because it was my first introduction to see real racial tension mm-hmm. within what would have been my demographic, young, 18, 19. It was, and he went full force with mm-hmm. it. He didn't hold back at all. And it Nothing. actually was kind of scary. Yeah. It yeah. was so scary to watch that. So I think it was done beautifully. He did his thing. Okay. Shout out to John Singleton. Rest heavenly. Yes. We will always and forever miss you. And sure, we need somebody to. Carry on a torch yes, with his type of art and creativity, okay? So, guys, let us know where they can find you. Until next time. Until next time, you guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. And you can find me on Instagram at OneAdayZay. That's one A E Z E. And I'm Portia Carter. You can find me everywhere at Portia Carter. See y'all next week. Next week, Tyra Prude will be in studio. Shout out to Tyra. Bye, guys. Full panel. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.